welcome back to the Mailin Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shivery, coming to you live from Austin, Texas. Sally Young is back, folks. Sally, welcome. Thank you. I'm how, back. How does it feel? It feels very hot. You were gone for a whole month, plus maybe like five I weeks. I think five weeks, actually. Your sister filled in, Lily. She I did heard. a fine job. She's getting a little cocky, I think, about it. I think it. she's getting too cocky. Li- maybe so. Might need to knock her down a little bit. Uh, she she did a good job in your absence, but it's of course it's great to have you back. Thank this you. This is where you belong. People are saying that Lily and I should just host this by ourselves one week when y'all take vacation. I am not. I am not opposed to you guys just doing that. But the likelihood of me and Lily being here, and then both of y'all being gone, is pretty low. I'm I can make saying, myself Lily, gone. One Lily of us could takes just be gone. a lot of vacations, as do I. She does. She's always. She's Lily always in is Cabo. Always in Cabo. She, she needs to just get up timeshare in Cabo I think yeah yeah but very glad that you're back like I said we missed you happy belated birthday by the way thank you when was it on Monday Monday okay yeah I was very I turned 30 and that's a big one yeah I did some very adult stuff like welcome to the 30s I went to the DPS and got my license renewed Mm. and I went to the gynecologist just two (laughs) Those are two really fun things to Great do. Great things Sick. on my birthday. Awesome. It was a blast. All right. Before we get to the questions, remember the hotline number is 888-362-MAIL. M-A-I-L. That's 888-362-6245. You can also write in if you'd like to. There's a link in the Twitter bio. That's at Mailin Podcast. Let's show you anything else you want to get off your chest. Let's you get into it. You're going to say hi to Dave? Oh, or? yeah, shit. Dave, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I'm just, here, too. I totally dillined you just now. I got dorned. <laughs> you did. Yeah. I went to the urologist a couple weeks ago. Yeah? It's fun. So, Sally, I stand with you in solidarity. Yeah, thank you. Pretty much the same thing, yeah. It's not the same thing. It's not, but um, <laughs> I can tell you, it's not great. Sometimes there are there are some unpleasant surprises <laughs> yeah, it's for not, you at it, the urologist. Neither of them are great, yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, it's um, they know me pretty well there. <laughs> Do we need they to know get you inside your and out. problems? Or? They know Dave inside and out. You said that's what it is. I, I don't know. We'll talk off mic. Guessing. Okay. <laughs> Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Let's roll. First one is a voicemail. Hey, guys. This is Josh from Florida. Um, so started the this week's most recent episode. Uh, so end of, end of uh, June. Last week of June's episode. And Lily was on. Straight up thought that it was Sally for about two minutes until you guys made a comment about it being Lily, not Sally. My question is, are they the same person? I've never seen both of them in the same place at one time. I've also never met either of them, so I don't know why I would have. But their voices, at least on the podcast, sound almost identical. I mean, I swear to God, I can't even tell the difference. There's a difference in the way they answer the questions, but maybe that's just a different persona. So, Lily, a.k.a. and or Sally, are you the same person? Let me know. Uh, Mm. Sally, are you and your sister Lily the same person? What an elaborate bit. That'd be weird. That would Uh, would require me also not leaving and making a second Instagram with just some random blonde girl. You guys do sound alike but i don't think you sound so much alike that you can't differentiate the two voices i well we get that a lot so i'm one of five kids yes there's four girls and i would say honestly between me lily emily and natalie 
there are times when all of us sound like each other. So I have like answered the phone for Natalie before and her own husband thought it was her. Here's what's interesting. You guys sound alike. You guys look nothing alike. Right. I mean, it's believable that you're sisters because you have like some similar features here and there. But for the most part, it's so it's weird. None of us look so, so different. You're right. Uh, There's a brunette, two blondes and a redhead. I don't know how natural the blondes are, but Mm -hmm. it's the the coloring is just so blonde. Besides Lily, Emily and Lily is Emily not blonde? No, I feel like she skews darker. Yeah. Well, Emily's been dyeing her hair light, lighter. She definitely yeah has some some blonde mixed in with. Remember, I'm colorblind, so that that's Uh, part of true. That's part of it. She's she's going lighter for summer for sure. Uh, Emily and Harry and I all have are like a fifty fifty mix of my parents, and then Natalie skews a lot towards my mom's side, and Lily skews a lot towards my dad's side. Okay. But we all, I I think the voices can be tricky and I can see where this guy is coming from because I think sometimes Lily and I have kind of the same raspy, mm-hmm. deeper voice. True. You should never, Will, Will always makes fun of Lily because if you ever call her and she's been napping, she has the worst voice on the planet. She's like, oh. <laughs> I think she does it on purpose just to make me mad. But no, we're not the same person and... You may not have ever seen us in the same location. I have. I think many times yeah. actually. Yeah. So, Dave has. Yeah, I mean just go to their Instagram accounts. It's it's all the evidence is right there. Right. They're Ooh. very different people. Let me let me uh create a house divided here. Who's the better dancer? Okay. I think I am. Okay. Lily is a better twerker. I would say she's more of a natural dancer, as in she has better moves but i have better showmanship uh no, i've never fair. seen her dance but i've seen you dance well, many, Dylan, many a time you weren't at her birthday party when she was straight up twerking for like 30 minutes at the entrance of parlor and yard. at the entrance of parlor and like, yard. so anybody who was just trying to enter the bar to have a beverage with their friends like they were was that the white claw day yes yeah okay and that but at the same time i was also I doing a full-on britney spears um Toxic routine. So I, I, knew, Love I toxic did the whole dance. killer routine. Toxic yeah. Brits, the did best you nail it? I, I did nail it. Everyone was clapping. So in my head, they were clapping. I don't know if they actually were, but yeah, I can confirm they are different people, but they do sound, they sound similar. Uh, people are asking if the whole young family will eventually appear on this, on this show. Uh, you know who wants to come on the most? Jules. Jules oh, Jung. Really? Yeah. She wants it bad. Does she? She, she's begging. Not begging. That sounds desperate. She thinks that she deserves to come on here. Okay. Um, I will consider that. I, I would feel like I would have to hold back on some of I the I think you'd have to hold material. back, and I think some of the questions would have to be pretty mom-specific. Right. I, I could cater them to, to the mommies. I, I could do that. But then I, you know who I think would get kind of offended is Will's mom. Will's mom listens to all of the Wash Media podcasts, and she... Has been a diehard fan since day one. Uh, Nancy. The difference, of course, is that Nancy does not live in Austin. That's correct. Uh, Jules does. We could fly her down. Jules is trying to put out some hot takes. I'm just okay. You know what? I will. I will put that in my back pocket. Yeah. Never know. We need to get her on to get her opinion on Kobe or Jordan. Who she got? Yeah, she she would love to talk about that. <laughs> get some Kawhi takes. What What is she passionate about? Like what What subject matter would she really get into? Uh. You know, uh, tracking us on Fine Friends. 
Okay. Being an avid Fox News watcher. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's good stuff already. Leopard print in any kind on okay. any item of clothing or furniture. I don't know if that if that has. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Vegas. She goes to Vegas oh, probably I'll, twice a month. I'll talk to I'll talk to her about Vegas. Yeah, she's got some good. She okay. yeah. Okay. Hey Dave, you gonna get to the uh, the next question there? Hey Dylan, yeah I do. Sorry. <laughs> Hey guys, let's talk business. I'm a college student and one day hope to start my own business in the form of a CPA practice. Dylan and Dave, having started Wash Media, what general tips can you give someone hoping to one day start their own thing? Dylan, I'll let you take this because you are super into CPA stuff. <laughs> um, I was going to, if you want to respond to this, you're more than welcome to, but I was just going to say, don't ask us. This was like oh, okay. the... This is like the easiest thing to slide into of all time because we already had, uh, for the most part, an audience that was going to carry over with us from our last uh, venture. Um, it so I don't I don't know. <laughs> this is like an easy business to run. When you when you agree, Dave? Um, it, I think it's a little more difficult when you think about. It's difficult to make it a career. It, it could either be a career or like a really, really nice side hobby. Yeah. To make it a career, we have to think about big picture stuff, mm -hmm. which isn't easy because, I mean, none of us are well equipped in like, you know, running numbers and stuff like that. Right. So we have to do a lot of stuff on the fly. But you're right. I mean, we were in a great situation. We were. Um, if I were you, man, I would just, I would just uh, take out a bunch of loans, go to law school, practice law, then start doing podcasts, and then... Uh, <laughs> Get kicked out of that whole deal and then start your own thing. So I think that might be the blueprint. That's what I, that's, that was my ro road to this uh, fandom. And look, this is a, this is a very untraditional business. I mean, it's not like it's, and like you said, we learned, we did a lot of learning on the fly. Like we didn't really know what we were doing. We just knew that we had an audience um, and we just hit the ground running, trying to sell ads as fast as we could. We had no idea what Patreon was going to do. So we, we kept, we didn't know how successful this thing was going to be. A lot of just figuring it out as we went along. You're kind of just forced to do that when, you know, your bottom line is totally dependent on yourself. I'd like to add a couple things. Of course. One, having watched, will do this. And two, because I will probably work for myself one day. And I'm now realizing there's a lot of things I didn't think about. Are you proud of Will slash us for the... I'm very proud. Okay. But there are things that he was doing that... I was learning about at the same time that so in school likely I'm going to join a practice where they're going to do all the billing and things like that for me but we learn how to do it on our own and there's some stuff about being self-employed or having your own business that I didn't realize until Will jumped off and went into like what uh and this is probably really obvious to this guy it just was not obvious to me uh if you're not part of a company, you don't get a 401k or a health insurance plan automatically. Sure, sure. And your taxes are going to be a lot different. Again, this guy's probably like, oh, uh, yeah, duh. Yeah, this guy's a starting a CPA practice. That's probably the, the, like the best starting foundation or one of the best starting foundations you can have for starting right. your own business. Exactly. So good for you. Um, a head start. I also think that I was really nervous about Will doing WASH Naturally. because- you leave kind of the safety of having a company, having an HR person, et cetera, but it's really paid off. Oh, and, and a steady, so a steady income too. A steady income. So I guess to that guy, 
don't let that stop you because obviously people are doing it every day and being okay. My other advice is like, do you want to be a CPA? Because maybe you should be a dentist. I'm just saying. Like we were talking about it the other day and shouts to all the dentists out there. They have a great career. I'm just, just throwing out some career advice. If you have no plans, just become a dentist. Um, You'll make a killing. Quite so the pivot. Either, either be a CPA or a dentist. Nothing else. That's I what mean, you're saying? I mean, CRNA is great, but I'm just saying... For money versus how much you actually work, like the hours wise, not saying the dentists don't work hard, but they like have some great hours. So just. Yeah, they're not on call. Think about dentistry. They are on call. Are they? So I was with my friend recently and he was on call, but like his on call. Well, technically. Like an emergency root canal or. Technically, if someone like broke a tooth or something, he might have to go in. But a lot of their on call stuff is people calling in and him saying, okay, I'll see you on Monday. Mm -hmm. Here's some medicine in the meantime, like take Uh, some antibiotics, whatever. Makes sense. But yes, there are tooth emergencies and it's mostly people who like chip their teeth on the weekend who are like, what do I do? You know? Right, right, right. So that was a really big tangent, but I'm just saying if you want some free career advice, be a dentist. Um, I'm trying to think if I have anything that would help this guy if he does the CPA thing. Uh, just network, man. Like I know that's really generic, but CPA people want to go with their friends or people they know and trust. So, uh, you being a CPA, you already know one thing, one area of, of starting your own business that we knew nothing about and like how to do your taxes. Like when you don't ha- get a W-2 when you're not an employee, when you're an owner of an LLC or whatever. We're like, still figuring that shit out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a... that's a re- Maybe he could do y'all's taxes. I'm just... Yeah. Sir. Hit us up. Do my taxes, please. Uh, don't get discouraged by all the legwork up front because like getting everything going and established, it, there's a lot that goes into it. But then you'll hit like your stride and you'll start humming along and it'll be worth it. That's good advice. Good luck, sir. Yeah. Or ma'am. All right, Dave. All right, Dylan. What's up, Dylan? Dave? Sally? You may get this question a good bit, but I, res- I recently started texting slash messaging with this girl. I slid in her DMs on Insta and we talked for about a week and planned to grab coffee. But we're both pretty busy in our jobs as we are both... Post, oh my God, post grads and didn't, and it didn't work out. I apologize. (laughs) She gave me her number and told me the end of July would be best for her. My question is, should I text her every now and then up until the end of July or just wait until the time comes to text her? Haven't really dated much up to this point. Thanks guys. Uh, I have two things to say here. The first one is, yeah, check in with her periodically. Don't, don't let her forget about you. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be like an, a long extended conversation, but just like, I don't know, sending like a funny meme or you just, Hey, how, how you been doing? How's your week going? That kind of thing. Uh, the second thing I want to say is I get the feeling that, uh, she's not that into you because Ooh. why would people have free time, right? Maybe she's a CPA who just started her own business. <laughs> Maybe she is, but you can meet someone for coffee or for lunch or grab one drink on a Thursday night. Uh, for her to say I won't be available until the end of the month, no, nah, I'm not buying that. I, I would I would keep your options open, buddy. And not not that he's not. I'm sure he is. But um, people have free time. This is ridiculous. Definitely don't send this text. Don't do like a random. So how was your day? Don't yeah, do any of that. Don't do that. I think I don't. Mm, I agree with you about keeping up with her, and I agree with Dave about not saying so. How was your day? Maybe even. Try to invite her out, and then if she really is pushing the end of July thing, 
just drop it, drop it. But you don't want to be like, wait till July 25th and be like, hey, it's the end of July. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> she, she would have made Guess other plans by then. Guess what day it is. <laughs> but also, I agree with you in the sense that maybe I, I agree. My thing is when people give the excuse of like, it's a really busy time for me. I'm like, well, if you really liked them, you'd make some time. You always make time for someone you're into. Always. That's the, the, kind of the point I'm making here. But get on a radar. See what's up. Maybe don't wait till the end of July. And then if nothing happens past end of July, you've got like a couple weeks. Maybe she on. maybe she punted till the end, end of July because maybe she's. Maybe she's seeing somebody else and she's not real sure about that guy and wants to know where that's going to go. Or maybe she just got out of a relationship and she doesn't really want to tell you about it and she just needs a little bit more time. I don't know. I haven't dated in a very, very long time, so I don't know what I'm talking about. But I'm just throwing out different hypos here. Hmm. Yeah, but I... <laughs> Dylan, I don't know if Dylan agrees. No, no, I, I think I think you're right. I like, the, I like who it, Sally said... Like if you and the if you and the squad are gonna go to like, I don't know some like the county fair and you're like, hopefully it's or not the bar. county fair or a bar. Be like, okay, I don't know <laughs> or why. A bar. I don't David's know. David's like having a seizure right now. I don't. Know I bit my means. lip the other day and it spends a lot of time really interrupting my. Your your lip biting incident threw off the uh, it, beginning of a podcast this week, dude. It hurt so bad and then I re-aggravated the injury. Yikes! Not good. So. You think with all the biting experience you have, you would avoid biting your lip? Um, you know, you'd think that. I don't know if that was some kind of innuendo, but no. Okay, no, cool. You know, what's not innuendo is Postmates. I love Postmates. Everybody loves Postmates. We all love Postmates. I Dave. love Postmates. Whether you need, I don't know, red wine at four p.m., which we've all been there. Sushi at nine. Lord knows I've been there. A breakfast burrito at eight a.m. Ibuprofen at ten a.m. Postmate it. What's the last thing you post made at Dylan? I'm putting you on the spot. Um, I got uh, a poke bowl. Yeah. I did. I love that. Um, I it, did a it, real bad move. I postmated Popeyes. That was like the ooh. most lazy. It was, no, it was great because it came fast. Probably the laziest thing I've done in a while. <laughs> like I lived so close to a Popeyes, but I couldn't leave my apartment. Why so. couldn't you? You were hungover? I was hungover. Mm. So I postmated Popeyes. Sorry. Postmates, it's your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. Anything you're craving, like Popeyes, whatever, they can deliver it. It's the largest on-demand network in the United States. They offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery, and convenience stores and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. It's so good. It's so convenient. Just do it, man. We've got uh, this limited time deal. We're giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app, your phone app, and use the code MAILIN, M-A-I-L-I-N. That's code MAILIN for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Just do that. Please do that. If you do Popeye, send me a photo of it. I'll yeah, critique your order. Photo as what well. was your order, Sally? Spicy tenders. Yeah, you're a tender girl. Love the tenders. Also, uh, red beans and rice, and also a side of mashed potatoes. I went for, like, yeah. I can't even explain how horrible I felt, but also I had the free delivery, so I did it. And the person who delivered it was like super nice and not judgmental, even though I looked terrible and was. You know, no one loves Popeyes more than this guy right here. I don't, I think Dave and I possibly. You're up there with Dave? Yes. Wow. Mm. Dave and I. Dave, Dave's a big mm. fried chicken Dave, guy 
in Dave, general. Okay. Mm. Don't try to pretend like you like Popeyes more than me. We're literally on a thread where we just send pictures of when we go to Popeyes to each other. It's That's uh, absolutely true. Me, Dave, and Alyssa. I feel like the thread is mainly me and Sally. With, yeah. Uh, a lot of a lot of people who don't participate as much, not to at anybody, but Alyssa and Dave. Yeah, I mean Alyssa and Will. Yeah, so although Alyssa I'm not judging, you've got good orders. The fact that you went double starch, you went mashed potatoes and red beans and rice. That's a hungover move. That's that's a power move. Yeah, I don't even do that. Move. It's been so long since I've had Popeyes. Way well, too long. Well, fuck you, Dylan. I know, man. You want to after this? Y'all want to go get a family pack? <sighs> no, absolutely God. not. Why is it I can't? can't do it sober or like non not hung i have done it so many times sober it's really sad it's been a long time god am i a trash that's a kind of hung that's like it's like a mail-in uh no pun intended but it's like a Mm. mail-in day you're like you know what i've i've eaten like trash this weekend i've i've been drunk both nights i might as well just stack keep it it going stack it on with some popeyes we'll just we'll just write this it's not the healthy like you know how chick-fil-a has that reputation for being like a healthy fast food restaurant does it I think so. Healthier. They use like better oil. Just because they have healthy options on the menu doesn't make it a healthy. I think it's because they don't, they were early on in the no trans fat game and they use better oil, I think, to fry their food. Yeah. I'm pretty sure their batter has brown sugar in it. Well, hard to say. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and say it does have brown sugar. Don't tell me that. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that was a whole Popeyes tinge. This is not <laughs> that was not okay. part of the ad. This that is was not just an ad for Popeyes. Popeyes okay. Well, this is an ad for Postmates. Well, the, we, well, not anymore. That out of reads done. We could just do Popeye's bits. I mean, we're well-versed. Let's do another one. Oh, here we go. Mr. Shivery, Miss Young, and Dave. What's your stance on sending back an overcooked steak from a decent steakhouse? I ordered my New York strip medium rare, and it came with burnt ends. Oof. My wife's medium filet had less pink than an Easter party. Okay. Alrighty. Wait. What's medium? So... All right. We said the food was fine to the waitress, and I tipped a normal amount. Should I have sacked up and demanded better? I used to be a server, but not at a nicer place like this. Food tasted okay, but an almost $200 dinner for two with drinks and app. Feels like I deserve to get it how I want it and not eat a steak burger. The general, oh the general rule is the nicer the place or, most, or more expensive the place is, um, the more comfortable you should feel sending your meal back 100 right i agree i mean if you're at chili's you just t- take what they give you no no offense to chili's. you're a popeyes you're taking if you're at chili's fair. you bring it back they're gonna be like ma'am i don't really don't give a fuck just take yeah the, the people at chili's do not care um but if you're if you're paying 200 dollars for a meal get it how you like it it probably happens more Dude. often than you think it does definitely and this makes me think of the guy in chicago <laughs> remember what's his name hunter hunter <laughs> Hunter, who was thumbing his steak, he was flicking his steak. Uh, he ended, ended up being the wrong steak. I've it, never it seen that. It was his that. buddies. Like the waiter's, like, "Oh, I'm sorry, sir. This is actually his." So his buddy got his his thumb steak. I've legit never seen someone behave in that about? manner. So when we did we the douchebag bar crawl, okay. we went to Chicago. We went to this Italian steakhouse. Oh, like you're the talking first night. about the guy that was really Hunter. obnoxious he was, guy. He was showing like the whole table his nudes. <laughs> yes. Like not his nudes, but nudes that he had on his phone. Maybe he was in them too, who knows. But he was so over the top like um a movie a movie depiction of a douchebag who's obnoxious at a wedding Absolutely. or at a at a restaurant. That was him. It was shocking. Yeah, he was he was right out of a movie. You're exactly right. Have you ever seen anyone flick their steak before? No. No one's doing literally no one's doing that. Nobody. 
and it was not to his satisfaction. So he said, I think I've only sent my steak back once, and it was in Vegas. Uh, my wife and I were in Vegas a few years back. It was before we were married. And we went to, like, the the nice steakhouse in whatever hotel we were staying in. And they sent it. It was not medium rare. It was very much, I mean, it was borderline well done, right? Yeah. And I sent it back. And I didn't feel bad because it's Vegas prices, so it was like a $95 steak. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. And they were really cool. What's the name it. of the place? I don't even know. Best steak I've ever had was in Vegas. Um, I believe is in the uh, Palazzo or is it Palazzo? Palazzo. Oh, that might have been the same spot. Delmonico's. No, but I've I've eaten there too, and it was really good. I'm uh, trying to think of what the steakhouse. It was, was called in. Cut. Ooh, and it was one syllable. That's you off know, the chain. Cut. If Jules was here, she would probably be able to name all the people that worked at all those restaurants. That's how Jules would probably. We gotta get Jules. She'd on. tell me that Cut is trash. Like, don't go there anymore, dude. We should get her on as a Vegas preview before, like, we do a Vegas trip. Because who's never been? Will's never been, Will's right? Will's never been. Will's never been. We should do that. Um, such good food, man. To this question, and I know that I'm going to get probably flack for this. So everyone's going to be like, Sally's such a biatch. I send back food if it's wrong. Like, I, I, depending on my mood. A lot of times, if I'm, like, starving and I, it's not, like, a huge, egregious thing, I'll just be like, screw it. I'll eat this. But... Steak, you're paying money for it, and it's an expensive dinner. You absolutely can send it back. I will send it back if they get my order wrong, though. I don't have qualms doing it. Because, not me. I'm pretty easy to please at restaurants. But I also, I'm not trying to, like, make a bunch. I, I am not the person who wants to make a bunch of substitutions because I just think that's so annoying for the people who have to do it. But, like, if you bring me the wrong thing, or, like, this happens to me all the time at True Food, actually, Every time I order something, I order steak on it. They bring it to me with chicken. I'm like, no. Really? No. Bring me the steak bowl like I asked. That's a pretty easy one to get to get right. They get a lot of stuff wrong. Anyway. That's that's Dave's new favorite place, by the way. By the way. Which place? True, True food. food. Uh, Big TF guy. <laughs> I, I just, it, that's a bummer. To like go, I can't think of anything worse than like you're going to go out for a nice dinner. I'm trying to think like Will and I went to Jeffrey's on a date one time and like I was so psyched about it. My steak was amazing, but I had it come out kind of shitty and then I didn't say anything like that kind of would have ruined the dinner for me. Don't you think? It definitely would make me be in a bad mood for the rest of the night. If I went to a nice steakhouse, like yeah. I'm talking top tier, dropped all that money and my food was just meh. And part of it was because I they sent it out wrong. And I've never sent something back because I didn't like the taste of it. I've only sent things back when they've been wrong. Right. Which is not if often. it's on them, yeah. If like, and that's the thing. Like tipping wise, it's obviously not your waiter's fault. Like, no, he's not the cook. And I don't think your I don't think your waiter minds too much because right. they want you to be happy because it, their tip depends right. on that exactly. And if you go out of your way to make sure that that, that your meal is correct, then they're like, okay, I should you know they're probably going to reward me for this a little right. bit more. The I chef, think. on the other hand, he's just he's going to get annoyed probably. Right. But it's on him. Be able to cook your steak. That's on him or her. Hey, doesn't an Easter party have like a lot of pink? I'm I'm just trying I, to decide. Yeah, I, I don't know what his, I think that, <laughs> his uh, analogy is. There. I'm not sure I what think that here. he meant to say. I think he was trying to make an analogy, pink an but then party. he just needed to like Easter party was like the wrong. Maybe mm-hmm. he thinks a medium steak is supposed to be super pink, and it's really not. Maybe just like a, a touch of pink. You know what my sister does? She orders it medium plus. And I, st- I, like, I know that they can get it to whatever that temperature is, but it's just like, that's not real. 
just just order it medium. People order medium plus. I've Come on. I feel like when good. she's doing it, though, the way she orders it, she's not going to listen to this, hopefully. It just sounds so like medium plus, and I'm like, okay. Come on. No one's doing medium what plus. Do you, Nobody. What do you order when you order steak? Medium rare. Medium rare. I'm a medium rare girl. For Most a long time, are. I was like medium to medium well unless, when I was a kid. Unless I think it's a bad cut I was of like meat. that when I was a kid. Or like if it's a cheaper type place, I might do uh-huh. medium, and I don't really have a good reason for it it just feels safer right i can't believe the amount like i think as a kid i was just like scared of like the redness yeah now i'm like give it to me yeah but if you ask will i commonly overcook steaks so i'm not allowed to grill them anymore which is also why we got a meat thermometer which will make your steak pretty perfect every time sure foolproof way to do it sure but yeah, I I one time Will went and got, got a ribeye for us to share, and I was like cooking. We were at my apartment in Houston. I cooked it on the cast iron, and I that's tough. Well, so we seared it on the cast iron, and then put it in the oven. Mm-hmm. And I overcooked the shit out of it. And Will I can't was do that so without mad. filling my place full of smoke. So, and I, well, so I stopped. We filled our place full of smoke, and I the alarms. Just I did off. like a a well done steak, and Will was furious, rightfully so. It was overcooked. That's a really tough thing to do. The cast iron to the oven move. It's like, it's hard. We stopped doing it. Yeah. Because it's so smoky and it's hard to get right. It's, it tastes bomb. You've got a lot of different variables going on too. It is if brutal. anyone knows how to do it correctly, give me a shout because I cannot figure it out. And the, like when the cast iron, like you take it off, it, it's still scorching hot. And it takes like 30 minutes just to cool down. You have to like put it outside or something. Yeah. Things just, yeah. It's a beating. You should give me credit for pronouncing your name right on that question, by the way. It's weird I that didn't he even put notice, man. Mr. Shivery, Shivery Miss oh, Young, Dave. and yeah. then just Dave. Saying yeah, Miss Young is safe because it applies to you and Lily. So, oh, maybe smart, that's why he did that. Yeah, pretty smart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Got All ourselves right. a voicemail here. We sure do. Here it is. Hey, Dale and Miss Young. John from New York with a bachelor party slash wedding party question for you. I'm narrowing down my squad from the bachelor party and wedding party, and I've run into two snags. Number one is I don't know if I want to invite my biological brother to the bachelor party. He's my best man, so obviously in the wedding party, but this was by my parents' choice. His interests are totally different from mine, and what he does for fun is totally different from what we're doing for the bachelor party. Am I stuck having him there? I don't want to spend the whole time babysitting him because he doesn't really know any of my friends. Number two is do I have to include my soon-to-be brother-in-law in the wedding party? Did he get an invite to the bachelor party too? He's a fine kid, but he's six years younger than I am and kind of just that, a kid. We don't know each other too well. Again, worried about having to babysit. All the best, hoping to get the whole Young family, maybe even Papa Young on the pod. Maybe someone will finally figure out what the fuck Dylan's deal is. Thanks, guys. I have a feeling we're going to all agree on this, but you need to invite both of them, I think, especially your brother, who's your best man. Why would that, why would that even be it? under consideration to not bring or not throw him an invite. Sure. Okay, your interests don't align. Big deal. This is a chance to, like, become maybe closer with him, him hanging around your friends. Dude, what? Your best man and your brother? Yes. Am I crazy? You're not crazy. Okay. The chances of them both going, and, like, they probably know they don't know. They obviously know that they don't know these guys and that they're probably not going to have the best time. You might get one of them who says yes. I think realistically, neither of them go. Maybe the brother. The brother might feel obligated, but the brother-in-law, he probably won't. Especially right. if he's that much younger. 
The brother-in-law, yeah, the brother-in-law. Um, if look, I'm not, I'm not gonna take too much of an issue if you don't invite the brother-in-law. Six years younger, he understands that he's being invited because of the relation, you know, the family relation to you. But the brother, man, unless he's just like a, a total just weirdo who, who you know wouldn't have fun on this trip, then yeah, you have to throw him an invite. But even even then, like if he's if he's if he's your best man, if he's close enough to you that you ask him to be your best man, then come on. I'd like to know what interests he has that are different from y'all. Yeah. Like, is he into like painting? I picture him being just like a goth. I don't know why. I'm picturing him as Todd from Wedding Crashers. <laughs> he's got black bangs like across his face. You know, that's what I picture. I don't know why. <laughs> well, I still think you need to invite him. Yes, but I also think I can say this: I am having my three sisters. And I know for sure that if I invited all three of them to my bachelorette party, one of them for sure is not going to come. She's also not going to Lily's. She's just like, I don't want to do it. There's no point in me going. And it's not like, it's not hurting me. It's not hurting her. We're fine with it. And I feel like if you have that type of relationship where you're like, hey, we're doing this. Do you want to come? No pressure. I think that is better than just not saying anything. Unless y'all are like, just so opposite that you both mutually know you're not going to, but it doesn't sound like that. It sounds like you're maybe thinking he might not have fun because y'all have different interests. I still think you extend the invite. And maybe even pulling aside and you're like, look, I don't know, know if you want to come with, like you're welcome to, but I just wanted to fill you out on it and see what your thoughts were. Right. He's you your think brother. You would have fun. Right. The brother-in-law, I don't know how I feel because I, I don't think I will be inviting Will's sister to my bachelorette and she would never care, like ever. But then I feel like if I did, she'd feel obligated to go and she definitely wouldn't want to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the in-laws is a little bit different because I think inviting a brother-in-law or a sister-in-law to a bachelor or bachelorette party can be a little iffy because they probably don't know as many people, if at all, and they're like watching you like be you know a shithead right before you get married not like a terrible person but like they they your brother-in-law probably doesn't want to like hear your friends like talk about times in college and crap yeah that's such a good point um it's always a little weird having family on one of those trips that being said i mean that's when you act like you're you're scummiest not that you're gonna go like sleep with a prostitute or anything but that's when you're like your scummiest self is on a bachelor party it's just inherently true but like that being said, Harry will probably go on Will's, you know, and like yeah. Drew is inviting Harry on his. I don't know. I I think there are times where it's appropriate, like if you hang out with him regularly. But if you don't really know him, I know, I think ask your fiance what she thinks because mm-hmm. she'll have a good beat on it. She'll know like he's going to get upset or he's not going to care. Okay. But you got to invite your brother. For sure. For sure. Dave? I just got word that I will be attending a wedding this fall. Great, right? Wrong. This wedding is going to be on a college football Saturday. To make matters worse, this particular Saturday is the Saturday after Thanksgiving, which many know as Rivalry Week. What's this couple's deal? How do I survive? First thought that came to mind is running a turkey trot and claiming severe shin splints. I think that's a callback to Will. Not really sure. Uh, P.S. I am my girlfriend's plus one, and she is in the bridal party, so skipping is not an option. 
Hmm. Um, a lot of people consider a fall wedding to be uh, against the rules because of college football season. Uh, I get it. Um, but to have it on this particular weekend, which is rivalry week, is is big time. Obviously, that's you just you just can't. Um, having said that, yeah, this dude's got to go, right? Yeah, I mean, look, the bride and groom, unless they're like like you know, in the wedding party, they know if it, if they're like a an Alabama family and all their friends are, they know. Probably not to put it on, you know, Alabama, Florida, or Alabama, Georgia, any kind of big game right. weekend, right? They know that. But if this is just specific to you and you want to watch some games, man, like you just got to put it aside. So my wedding was in the fall, I will admit. Mine was too. Um, I planned mine on the Texas bye week, um, which I thought was best case. I mean, I, fall in Austin is just by far, in my opinion, the best time of year here. Summer, not an option for me. Um and so I planted that weekend, and then the the Big Twelve got shuffled around, and they the schedules got shuffled around, and so it went from a bye week to a game week. But it was Texas Iowa State, I believe, is the game. So it wasn't a huge game, but I felt bad that people were missing it. Um, but uh, I think if you want to get married in the fall, you can still get married in the fall. Just pick a time when it's not going to affect, like, piss off too many people. Yeah, if you know a bunch of your uh, uh, guests or Texas fans or OU, don't put on Texas OU weekend. Yeah. Exactly. Or at least be aware that you might lose a couple people because of that. Exactly. And maybe you don't care. I mean, like, sometimes the venue you want, it's hard to get, and that might be the only weekend available. It's not easy. Uh, Sally, you can probably speak to this. You're doing it right now, planning a wedding. So my sister actually got married on this weekend after Thanksgiving about 10 years ago. Really? And it didn't seem like a big deal at the time, maybe because Texas was playing, I think, on Friday. That that was when they were playing on Fridays like against A&M. Um, and here's why. We have a huge, huge family. Both Natalie and Curtis are from Texas, and everyone was in the Austin area. So a lot of people went to the game as, like, a wedding activity which was on Friday and then went to the wedding and like my whole family from out of town came in and we spent Thanksgiving together. So that could be why these people are doing it because it's like an easy transition for all like the bride and groom's families to all be together at Thanksgiving and then go straight into a wedding. That being said, um, especially if your team plays on Saturday against their rivals. So like say Michigan, Ohio state, that's going to suck. And it, it is one of those things you have to think about when you have a fall wedding because even if you're not a fan or it doesn't matter to you, like it matters to somebody that's a guest. But that being said, it's not your wedding. You got to suck it up and go. And hopefully they'll be like nice enough. They throw a TV in the bar and you can like watch it. I was going to say, uh, if they're cool, they'll throw you a bone and, and have a, have the TV set have up. Have a little somewhere. lounge yep. or like a locker room or something. Yep. I, I've been to a wedding that had exactly that before yeah. and it was, it worked out fine. I it's, can remember like 20 dudes in a, in a bathroom yeah. watching like the end of a Texas game a few years back. But at the end of the day, if you have to record the game and watch it later, it's not a huge right. deal. But you're probably going to become friends with some dude who has it on his phone like every other person at any wedding ever. One time I, we were at a wedding that was during the Kentucky Derby, and it was like during cocktail hour. So we literally all just piled in and like we had cocktails and watched the Kentucky Derby together. It was actually pretty fun. But that being said, like people have to – they can't revolve their whole lives around sports schedules, unfortunately. exactly, And – Getting married in the fall is a very um, 
popular thing in Texas, like Dylan said, because it's cooler out than everywhere else. But at the same time, you are competing with like about 20 other people who want to get married in the fall. And they're all vying for the same weekend that your team isn't playing. Yeah. When it's someone's wedding, don't expect them to uh, cater to other people's wants and schedules. It's all it's at the end of the day. It's about them and when they want to get married. You always have a choice whether you want to show up or not. Um, even though it sounds like you don't really have one this time. Um, my wedding, it's there was a, a a funny thing happened. My my buddy, who likes to gamble a lot, he uh, there was a little putting green outside a reception hall. Uh, this is at at Austin Country Club, and he ch- <laughs> he ch- he had three chances to hit a twenty a twenty foot putt. I think it was twenty feet, twenty or thirty feet, something like that. And he had ten different bets of a hundred dollars with ten different people. So he he stood to win a grand or lose a grand. Um, he had three putts, and so he he missed, and he had to pay out a hundred dollars to ten different people. Damn. Wow. Yeah, and I I missed the whole thing because I, we were doing pictures at the time, so I I didn't get the witness it. But apparently, it was a huge a huge spectacle, and it, like, a huge group had gathered around him. Oh, oh, that's wow. tight. You know that putting green outside. Yeah, you've seen it. I've yeah. been there twice. Yeah, I was never a member there, like some people. Would. Yeah, those are the, those are the good days, <laughs> and fun times. Good question. Let's talk rollback for a minute, Dave. Oh yeah, we love their stuff. The polos, the performance tees that we wear to the gym all all the damn time. Quarter zips. Unfortunately, it's not QZ season right now, but it's it'll be here before we know it. Uh, and their hats that it looks sharp and they fit so great. Uh, promo code CB20 will get you 20% off at rollback.com. My stepbrother showed up to the ranch last weekend with a, Saw that. With a rollback on. I was like, dude, hell yeah. He was really doing it. He was killing it. I said, did you use promo code CB20? He's like, yeah, of course I did, dude. Come on. Love that. His his polo had the American flag on the back. Will wore one of those on the July 4th. It was navy and had red and white stripes. So I, I've seen the QZ that has that, but I haven't seen the polo that has that until my stepbrother showed up with that's one. That's the polo he wore what? on the 4th. I was like, dog. It was tight. Good for you them, get man. this? And he said, at rollback.com, you idiot. Yeah, you like, should have oh, yeah, that. That makes sense, yeah. It was tight. Anyway, CB20. CB20 for 20% off. And we have one final question, Dave. What's up, guys? Curious on your takes on golf polos slash polos in the office space. It's recently gotten to absurdly hot weather in humid North Kakalaki. What is that? Am I what? I've heard this word a few times recently. I don't know if it's a real place or it's like a... I'm embarrassed. Like BFE kind of reference. Okay. I don't know. Well, I find myself wearing them on a daily basis. I know Barrett on an earlier episode had said that they are a trash move. Ooh. What are y'all's thoughts? Also, sometimes these bad boys can be so thin and the nips show. Huh. What do I do about that? Love the pod. You know Brother, your boy has a problem with that. Dude, I've embraced it. Okay. I wear those Outdoor Voices uh, t-shirts that my nips are just out and no one ever says anything. Nothing contains my nips anymore. Unless y'all are talking about my pack, in which case that's fucked up. <laughs> no uh, shit to me. First of all, that's referring, it's a uh, nickname for the Carolinas, so he's talking about North Carolina. Kakalaki? Yeah, I just Googled it just now. Oh, so you didn't know this off? I did not know okay. it. Okay. When that came up, I was like, I'm so glad I'm not reading these because I'm going to miss, I'm going to butcher that Kakalaki. word. Uh, All right, so what are your thoughts on golf polos in the workplace, Dave? Uh, depends on what the older people in the office are doing. Sure. 
You don't want to look. It might be a power move to come in guns blazing, like just going polos. You definitely don't want it to be your everyday attire, right? If you're if you do something that requires you to be in front of clients, most clients aren't going to care. But every now and then, if you work in like a big town or something, or maybe even a small town, you're going to get some older clients who they you know they're more professional. So you got it. You can have a modern button down with a slim fit tucked in. That's probably still needs to be the core of your office attire. Yeah. But rocking one on Friday, that's very common. Yeah. Look at look to your boss. If your boss shows up every day with a a button down on, you probably need to do the same thing. Yeah. Don't don't. Yeah. Don't be outdressed by by your peers and your boss. Right. I would say. This guy sounds like he's already wearing them on a daily basis, though, and I think he's probably doing it because everyone else is. I when he said Barrett called the trash like to me if it's hot and that's comfortable and everyone else in your office is wearing that like y'all used to wear that I feel like to the office all the we time used to wear t-shirts but that, yeah. that was not a very traditional work right working but I mean if like they said take note from everyone else in your office everyone else is doing this you're fine and I don't think this is trash like I also don't work in a traditional workplace though so I cannot imagine in this heat Texas heat in the summertime oh my having to wear a suit to work can you imagine that it would be terrible I live that life it's not fun. Yeah. Where where were you living at the time? Uh, Dallas, Lubbock. <laughs> it sucks. How it sucks. A hot that? one. I don't get it. Um, you just you only wear the jacket when you absolutely need it. So you you just you have like a uh, a coat rack or like a hanger on your door, like a, a coat hanger, not a coat hanger. One of those things you can just hang it on in your office, or you just put it on the back of your chair. How often are you going to the dry cleaners? Oh, dude, I used to go weekly. I used to spend hella cash at the dry cleaner. How many different suits? You wore a suit, right? Mm-hmm. How many well, different suits did you wear? Like, I was on a, like weekly. I mean, if it's a court day, most lawyers dress like shit. That's a little, a lot of people don't realize that. But I would, I have, I have like, I own three or four suits and I had like two that I would wear pretty much mm-hmm. every day. Oh. Mix in a different button down. It sucked. Can it's we, cool because you feel like, you know, I don't know, at the I, end of the day, you feel good. You're like, oh, go home, kick my feet up. But, dude, it's just so hot. Back sweat man. central. Back sweat in the morning on your way to the office. That is not great. I see guys in the in the gym locker room. like During too. lunch during lunch time, they, they get a, a lunch pump in, and then they throw a suit on. Those poor bastards. I'm like, God. They're going to have the post-workout sweat. Oh. No matter it's what. It's over for them. They got to take another shower when they get home. Yeah. Brutal. So what do you do about the nipples? Don't nothing. Save your okay. Your most nipple revealing polos. Try not to wear those to work. Your coworkers probably don't want to see your nips. Yeah, unfortunately, with the advancement of uh, material these days, like all the, all the tech material, the you know the moisture wicking stuff, it's thin. Um, it's tough on the it's tough on the nip game. It maybe really get is. Some, maybe get some stickies. Is that what they're called? But it's yeah, you can get <laughs> it's a double edged uh, sword because those are those are the shirts that feel the best. They're, they're they breeze and they're lightweight, uh, like a, a knit polo, like a heavy one, conceals the nips a lot better. You but you're gonna band aids s- over your nips. You're but gonna then you can probably gonna see that band aid. No, Here's don't, a question: you can't band-aid your nips. <laughs> what do you think about girls having nips out? Not nips out, but like just nipping. Uh, with or without bra? With a bra, or without a bra? I don't know. Um, if you see a girl and she's clearly got some hard nips, like, are you having thoughts about it? Do you care? <laughs> it, it's so, it's so normal that I, I don't, it doesn't really land on my radar too much. Yeah. Like it's just a part of everyday life because I, 
my nips are always out, so I can't be like, hi, oh, check out this chick. She got her nips out. Because mine, mine are the same. That was big in high school. <laughs> if a girl was nipping. Oh, are you cold? Are you cold? Oh, man. That is, that is so unfortunate. Yeah, I don't really, I'm not trying to play like a, the gentleman card here, but I just don't notice it too much. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, really I was don't. just asking yeah, if people me neither. I don't feel like I notice, <laughs> but I notice if I'm doing it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I get like self-conscious. Wait, can girls tell? Of other girls? No, no, no. When they are. Probably just the same as you can. If you I guess so. Yeah. Just, I know it's a dumb question. It's I not like I'm like, oh, wow, I must down. be nipping. I just like can tell. I'm like, oh. Okay. My nips are typically hard. Yeah. They're hard right now. Typically hard nip, man. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can see it. I can see those babies. Yeah. They look great. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could get, uh, what are they called? Pasties? I mean, pasties. Oh, pasties, not stickies. No one's. No one's really doing pasties, right? Girls do pasties oh, and yeah? like dresses and stuff. Oh yeah, if they have like a they like you go strapless. Yeah, yeah. But not all the time. Sometimes the pasties just a little lessen because they're like the size of your areola. Just raise the areola part, and then how do they, they stay on? Like they're super have, sticky. They're just sticky. Okay. Just, there are some that you literally get wet and then stick them to your skin and they, by the like. Hydrogen bonds or whatever. I'd fuck that oh. up. What about those little chicken cutlet looking things? Those you stick in a bra to push you up. Oh, are you talking about the sticky bra? Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. just a Maybe. sticky bra. That's fully sticky and it goes over your whole boob. And let me just say, in the summertime in Texas, oh, which is can't. when you're There's trying no to wear them because you're like trying to wear a backless dress or whatever, you can't wear them. You because get boob sweat? You sweat so bad it just falls off. Mm. Yikes. You hate to see it. So if you ever notice a girl like with her arms crossed... Like very aggressively against her chest, she's, she's trying to keep. There. She's trying to keep her bra on. <laughs> I always thought not that even the, worth it. I always thought the pasties were just magnetic. To what? I don't know. <laughs> what a lady's uh, natural electromagnetic field. Just the, like the iron in her blood. Yeah, the iron. Okay. The iron in her blood. Uh, I don't no. think it works that way. Hey, what's up with your bonus question? I oh, have yeah, what's a bonus up with question. It? Hit it. I think I might have already asked this. So if I did. I'm sorry, but I asked this to somebody recently, and so maybe that's what I'm thinking about. If you could go to the final of any sporting event, any sport, whatever, and we're talking like the final game, whatever, what sport would it be and why? Okay, you'd have to clarify. So you can go. Is my team involved? Do I have a rooting interest? Yeah, literally it's like your dream scenario. You can sit half court with your team involved at the game seven of the NBA finals. Or Or could it it be the Super Bowl? Could it be the Super Bowl. Okay. Here's my answer. Okay. Wimbledon. Mm. (sighs) Pasha shit. Sure, sure. Just wear all white, go be friends with Kate Middleton. Plus Wimbledon would be really awesome. If someone handed me a ticket to... Wimbledon final right now, free and clear. I would. I would. I would buy get, a flight and go. I would, I would give it to to you or someone oh. who would enjoy it because I would not. What? I would not enjoy it. What? I don't even feel like you I have to enjoy care. tennis to like enjoy the Wimbledon. Dude, it's final. a spectacle. I mean, it'd be yeah. tight to go to to France. Okay, I'm I'm saying like any sporting events you could do the Derby, but the actual event you could do the Super Bowl. No, I, get, I'm talking, I get it. I'm just saying tennis that does nothing for me. Balled out like whatever you want. Huh. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. The, the best the best ticket in sports is obviously courtside at a basketball game, but I don't have like a a, a big emotional investment in basketball. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a Spurs mm-hmm. fan, but I'm not like 
not uh, like Dave is a much Mavs more hardcore fan. fan than I am of the Mavs than I am the Spurs. But that's the best ticket in sports, bar none, because you're okay. so close to the action, and it's like the most athletic sport to me is basketball. I'll tell you this right now: I'm going NHL Stanley Cup Game Seven. I think that when On we talked about this, we did On the glass. We did this with uh, my family, and Will mentioned that one, and also doing like F1 in Monaco or something like that. That would yeah, be that's, tight. That's a very Will. Let me answer. throw another one out there. Uh, ringside at a heavyweight bout. Ooh. Okay, okay. That like would be that. tight. I would love to do ringside. That would be tight. That would be great. The only reason I didn't say like the Super Bowl, like if I go watch the Cowboys, I would go, but so many of the people, that, most of the people who go to a Super Bowl, they're just corporate, you know, right. they're not fans. So it's yeah. not like, yeah, there'd be other Cowboy fans there, especially since they're such a big fan base, but it wouldn't be like... It's not as it's much not camaraderie. Home. Yeah. I've been to a Super Bowl and it... Honestly, it was like, I'm not trying to flex here, but honestly, it just felt like any other football game to me. Yeah. Like it wasn't that cool. Yeah, that's... Of course, I didn't have a, a horse in the race. I think the Super Bowl is probably my least likely answer. And yeah. I love football, but I agree. I think the Super Bowl, because of how many people... Like when it was in Houston, and I feel like all my friends went with work and were bringing clients and stuff, that it becomes a... It's more of an event you're just going to. Yeah. Uh, my dad said the Masters even though he's already been to the Masters. I'm trying to think of what other people said. Maybe tight, but just, you don't get the same, like, walking a course. Yeah. It, you know, I don't, you don't get, like, the, the, the thrill of, like, it coming down to the last second. Ryder Cup mm -hmm. might be a tight one. Yeah. yeah. Ryder yeah. Cup could be the move. Game 7 World Series, of course, like, behind the dugout would be super tight. Is that the is that your dream seat behind the, the dugout? That That's the best seat in, in the on the, in a baseball stadium, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Right, I mean, yeah, I agree. See, you can like set your cup down on top of the dugout. Like, yeah, that's, that's yeah. Any I've others? Had that once. Kentucky um, Derby. No, maybe like the Quidditch finals. <laughs> Club Quidditch. Did you see that Tyler C? Is that a joke? Like, is he I don't, joking? I don't think that's a joke. I feel like he might have been like a low key jock bully, and he might have been like making fun of. Nerds. That's also possible, though. <laughs> okay, that was my bonus question. I've sat courtside for a basketball game before. I like oh. feet feet on wood. It Spurs? was yeah, that's tight. It was super tight. You can hear him talking. Like, that's that's the only okay. A lot of reasons I want to say courtside, but that's the main reason I want to hear these conversations. You can hear. Him I want to hear the tr the wild. shit talk. I want to hear the banter when they go check in scores table, all that stuff. Yeah, Ma Mano kept he was he kept saying hey Tony hey Tony talking to Tony okay. Parker. So here's a follow up. If you good. could have season tickets to any sport, what would it be? Because I think if you could get courtside tickets, like that's a baller move. Just like have, yeah, that, yeah that's, that's the, the answer. answer. Yeah, mm -hmm. I would be scared. I was going to be the dude who drops a beer and like get like has to stop <laughs> the game. Baseball would be cool because there's so many more games though. Yeah, you but a lot of there. Yeah, you feel obligated of, to go, well, and you're spending all you're spending a lot of money like on like yeah. hot dogs. It's also beers. fun to give those tickets away to your boys if you don't want to go. Clients, we need to just get. Season ticks for uh, Wash Media. I don't think we're there yet, Dave. I feel like we might be. Okay, get like a we'll get like a, a half game or a half season pack. Y'all are gonna have to fight with Will because he's gonna want to get Austin FC tickets. Oh, he's already said he's buying me tickets, and I was like, I, please don't. He like registered for him already. I was. Yeah, I, no one is surprised by that. I will go to games with him. I'll go to one. I'll Our trip to like London and Scotland is gonna consist of us going to like five or six English Premier League games. That's all it's gonna be. Just me going to soccer stadiums. 
I'm surprised that wasn't one of his answers, like a Premier League championship or whatever. He might have said that. He threw out like a couple because we were just then we just started discussing it. He's we a were big like, Wimbledon guy. We were just like, well, this would be cool, but this wouldn't. Somebody said Kentucky Derby. Someone said Game Seven of the World Series. And then I don't think anybody said the Super Bowl. So Super Bowl is on the bottom of my list. I think that's very very fair. Maybe I would feel different if I was like a diehard fan of an NFL team. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just not. I, you know, I am, but like NFL fans just, they generally just suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's like the worst fan base. Yeah. All right. That was my bonus question. That was a fun episode. That was a good guys. one. Got a lot of mileage. Did you have fun? I had a great time. I had a good time. So glad you're back, Sal. Thanks. And again, happy belated birthday. Thank you. Um, all right, the number, the hotline number, 888-362-6245, or you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio, at Mail and Podcast. We will see you next week. Goodbye.